Welcome to the Ignite Movements podcast, where we're helping leaders think beyond a one ministry mindset to a multiplication mindset. Over the course of the podcast, if you followed us, we've talked about all kinds of different concepts. We've talked about uh, starting new campuses. We've talked about how to start churches. We've talked about disciple making uh, mentality, decisions versus disciples. Uh, we've talked about crock potting a new church, and we've touched on this issue that we're going to talk about today. But we haven't really hit it head on, and it's a huge, huge question and a huge, huge issue when it comes to starting a new church. And so we've discussed the whole big launch concept, right? Like the concept that uh, that we're going to go out, we're going to advertise, and we're going to get the word out, and we're going to have 400 people show up, and we're going to rent the best facility we can, and and um, and 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 just have you know all kinds of slick banners produced, and and. And completely, you know, portable church is going to come in and completely uh, redo our environment that we're renting every week. And it's going to be amazing. And, and we're going to do this with, you know, the 15 people that we have on our launch team, uh, which uh, sounds exhausting to me. Uh, but uh, we, we, we've talked about that. We've talked about that maybe that idea is not as effective as it once was, as opposed to growing up an environment out of a disciple making uh, movement and so, what do you do when it comes to getting the word out about your church? Because typically, in that big launch concept, it's going to be tons of mailers sent out. We're going to we're going to have radio spots. We're going to have a website that makes it look like our church is way bigger than it, than, it, than it actually is. Uh, and so, what what do we do to actually get the word out about our church? And uh, and so, uh, you know, if the if the idea of sending out a million flyers or door hangers is not as effective as it, effective as it used to be, then what do we do? And so let me start out by saying that your philosophy of advertising will send a message to your congregation about who you are as a church and about what you expect and the strategy that you're pursuing. That's huge. Let let, let me just say that again. Your philosophy of advertising will send a message to your congregation about who you are as a church and the strategy that you are pursuing. So here's what I mean by that. If you do choose uh, the route of sending, uh, spending thousands of dollars on advertising when you're starting up your church, uh, but there's very little emphasis on equipping your folks to connect with other people and invest in them personally, it is going to feel like your hope of reaching people uh, and changing the community is in slick advertising and not personal connections. Now, I'm oversimplifying that. I realize that. But you can send that message very easily. And we're going to give some examples here in just a second. So keep in mind that you're not only sending a message to the world with your advertising, you are also sending a message to your church as well. Uh, and so we're going to, come again, come back to that. So the first thing that I, I just kind of want to really emphasize this is just being for your community. Being for your community when it comes to advertising. Uh, the, the, the first part of your approach should be to start making a difference in your community. And you can wear a t-shirt a church t-shirt while you're doing it if you want to, uh, which will somewhat get the word out about about your church. Um, Or you can start a movement in the community that will make people curious. Now, I'm going to attach to this podcast a link of a video with Jeff Henderson describing his approach because he kind of pioneered this concept uh, of uh, this concept of being for your community. Uh, And basically the idea is, is that, uh, you know, people sometimes are wary of churches nowadays. And even if they're out serving, like years ago, it used to be that, that, that people were a little bit wary of churches being out and asking for money and things like that. We're way past, you know, but at the same time, they appreciated if you were out serving them. 
we're, we're kind of way past that now. Like now they're wary of us all the time, right? Uh, and so sometimes not wearing a church shirt or giving out church information, but just wearing a shirt that says for JC or like for Johnson City in our area or for Irwin or for Gray or Kingsport, uh, you know, wearing a shirt like that and just being out and serving or, or uh, having that a sticker on the back of your car or, you know, what whatever, but just sending the message that, hey, as a person, I'm just here for you. And, and beginning to, to, to raise some curiosity about, wait a minute, who are you? Who's, who, where did this movement come from? I'm starting to see these, these shirts that say 4JC or 4 Irwin. I'm starting to see those everywhere. And, and people are doing things in the community. And like, where did this movement come from? Almost making people hungry to find you. Uh, and so it's a really interesting uh, concept. I, I remember when our first campus was about six months old, uh, a friend that we knew through my kid's school uh, said to me, she said, hey, I saw that this really cool thing was happening in the community where somebody was out serving. And here's what she said. I knew it had to be you all. Now, keep in mind at that point, we were one of the smallest churches in the area. Obviously, we were just starting. Uh, and, and yet a church that was that, that is considered very small and and pretty much not a player, so to speak, in, in the community. People were already saying that's got to be that church, not because of advertising, but because we were out serving the community and caring for the community. All of our campuses started by investing in their communities before they ever held a service there. And obviously, we don't do that just for advertising purposes, right? That's not the goal. Uh, we genuinely care about our, about our community, but I will tell you, there's no, there's no more powerful advertising than when the rest of the community is doing word-of-mouth advertising for you because they see that you truly care about the community. So being for your community is, is one of the first things I would say is absolutely essential to this process. The second thing I would say is make it personal. Really, really important that your advertising is pinpointed and personal and, and intentionally so. Uh, and so this comes back again to where we started. When we started all of our campuses, we told our launch team we are not going to put hardly any money into random public advertising. We're just not, I mean, that's just completely counter to anything anybody tells you about church planting, right? They tell you, hey, just get, get the word out and, and do all this, this advertising. And what we, what we found and what we felt was that, 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 that those random public advertising campaigns are really best suited to, to attract disgruntled church members. That they're like, oh, there's a new church in town, looks cooler than my church, I think I'll give it a try. And I don't know about you, but I didn't get in, in this to, for that, right? To just attract disgruntled church members. I, I truly want to see our communities transformed <clears throat> by the gospel. And so, um, and, and, and so, you know, that, that just really wasn't like what we wanted to do, right? Uh, and, and you got to keep in mind that for the most part, unchurched people are not looking for a church. That's important to understand. They're not just shopping for a church and, and when they get the flyer in the mail, they go, oh, this is what I've been looking for. Um, and so again, it kind of targets more church people who are disgruntled uh, with their with their church, and and it does still happen, right? If you just crush an advertising campaign, you're going to find somebody out there who is going to you know walk through the doors of your church and say, I don't know what I'm looking for, but I saw your advertisement and decided to come. That it it could happen. There are people who are are just saying, man, I'm kind of at the end of my rope. I've tried everything I know to try. I'm going to try church today. It it does still happen a, a little bit. More often than not, a person that just randomly walks into a church. Uh, and isn't 
relationally connected is, is not going to stick. So picture this instead. You take all of your advertising resources and you put them into things that your people can pass on to the people that they are investing in. In our early days, that meant producing business card invites for every series. So whatever we were pushing at the time, whatever the, the series was, like we would produce business cards and just give them to people and they would just have them on them. And, and, and as they were having conversations with people, they would say, hey, my church is actually doing something really cool right now talking about this. Let me give you this. And I'd love to, love to have you uh, come along. Uh, now we, we typically do more online stuff that they can share and they can put out uh, and, and, and maybe even privately message to, uh, to their friends. Um, but the question is, is, is what can you put in the hands of your people that they could pass on to a friend that they would be excited about and that they would find value in? And so now you have that personal connection. Your advertising is not just random. It may actually come with a personal invitation from a friend who hopefully knows when to bring church into the conversation because that's a whole other question. Is a lot of times if you start with church, you turn people off. And if that person shows up to church, they're already connected. That's pretty awesome to think about, right? Uh, they already know someone who's going to introduce them to others, uh, uh, and they're going to be more likely to stick around. And you're, you're not forcing a relationship with a random stranger. You know, hey, like now that you're here randomly from, from the flyer you got, I want you to try to get into this group and build some relationships. I, I want, you, want this, you to get together with this person who's going to follow you up, and you're trying to artificially grow relationships as opposed to organically continue relationships that were already there. I remember telling our launch team with the first campus, uh, we're going to do this differently. Like you've seen churches start before and you've seen all the advertising and you've seen all that kind of thing. And we're, we're not going to hardly do any of that. Uh, and, and I told them, I said, listen, what we're going to do is it's going to be up to you, right? It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the people that you reach out to. It's going to be the people that you connect with. And that is what is going to grow this church. And if we don't do that, basically forcing the church to be missional, like isn't that why we started a church, right? I mean, did we start a church just to attract people who are bored with their church or did we start a church to reach people? And so therefore, if we have a group, if we have a launch team that's not willing to go out and build relationships and reach people, then we're, we're dead in the water from day one, right? And so the pressure continued to be on us as individuals. And I remember our second campus actually struggled with this concept a little bit. They, they had it in their minds but there was one factor that kind of threw them off track, and that was their building was a nice building in a very good location in Johnson City. So uh, very prominent. Everybody knew where it was. You can still say today what used to be in that building, and everybody knows where it is. It's right across from one of our Walmarts. I mean, it's, it's very well located. And, and in the past, people used to think in terms of churches that location, 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 that's all that matters, Right. And so even though we said over and over again, it's, it's going to be all about your personal relationships, they kind of started thinking, yeah, I understand that, but people are just going to flood to this church because of where it is. And after, after a couple of years, they got it. And, and they all of a sudden realized, no, it's, it's on us. Like if we're not missional, this church is not going to grow. And things really, really, really took off uh, after that. And so uh, we always say we don't want our buildings to be hard to find but it's not about location. Like you don't want to have to like describe, hey, you go down this holler and you, you turn here and you look for this and there's not a sign here, but you cross the bridge. And now, I mean, we would like to be in a decent location, but it doesn't matter as much if we're in a great location because we believe people will come to our churches because of the relationships they have with the people that are in our churches. Uh, and so that saves us a lot of money in buildings as well. 
The third thing is just this, advertising for the sake of paving the way for relationships. And it's a little bit different. You know, we're talking about being personal and equipping people personally to reach out to the people that they're connecting with. This is a little bit, this is similar though. Um, you know, we, we, we have done some advertising uh, more than we did when we first started. Uh, maybe a, a rotating billboard here or there or, uh, you know, just maybe a radio spot. You know, just every once in a while, you know, we've done some of that kind of stuff. Um, but what we're doing when we do those is to pave the way for the relation for the relational connections we're making in the community. And and so as 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 we've grown uh, to several campuses, having a consistent brand uh, helps people know what what they're getting when we say we're planting a a, a, a Northridge campus in their community. Uh, and so, uh, but you know, so that's that, that. There's some importance to that for people to understand. Oh, that's Northridge. Oh, that's what that is. Uh, and so we'll advertise our annual United Worship Night, where all of our campuses come together because it's a crazy great worship night. Um, we'll advertise uh, Christmas and Easter. We advertise, you know, if we do a party in the park downtown or uh, you know some outreach events or you know some things like that. Um, we, uh, we will advertise. Uh, when we rent out the water park or, you know, things like that. All of those are opportunities for our people to invite people. And if they have seen the advertisement on a billboard or online, it gives the invitation more legitimacy. And that's the important thing to understand about this concept is you're, you're, what you want is when, when your folks are connecting with people relationally, you want there to be some legitimacy. When it's time to say, hey, I think you would enjoy my church, you, you want to avoid that, that awkward moment where they say, yeah, I've never heard of that. And, and then you're trying to describe, oh, well, you know, maybe you have, you know, maybe you didn't know, like, yeah, we're the church that, you know. And so it, it's trying to kind of avoid that. Years ago, I went to a pastor's conference at a really, really large Baptist church in, in a big metropolitan area. And uh, they had billboards everywhere. Like as soon as you're you know, driving into town to check into your hotel, you're like, man, this church is everywhere. Um, and they're on the radio, they're on billboards. And so I went to the advertising breakout because I was like, man, they seem really effective with their advertising. And uh, the guy said something that shocked me. He said, we don't think our billboards or radio spots cause anyone to come. <laughs> I was just like, Whoa, 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 like you all spend a ton of money and you don't think anybody comes because of it? But here's what he said. He said, people come because of personal invitation. But when a person invites them and they already have a good impression and, 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 and they already recognize the name, it helps the personal invitation. And so that's what we're looking for, right? It overcomes that awkward moment that we talked about earlier. And, and I can't uh, reiterate uh, enough though that as you take steps in advertising, keep the pressure on your folks. Keep telling them, hey, listen, I want to remind you that we're, we're doing this to supplement your own personal investment in relationships. This is not in place of that. And then the last thing I would just say to consider with your team is just this. Everything is advertising. Everything is advertising. So you have to keep that in mind all the time. Everything is advertising. Um, if you have a church van, what that church van is out doing in the community is advertising. Years ago, we don't have church vans now, but years ago I worked for a church that did, and they called us one time and said, hey, somebody that was driving your church van was throwing trash out the window. Well, that's advertising, right? That's bad advertising, but it's, it's advertising. 
um, you know, uh, the church t-shirts that you design are going to be worn out in the community, right? And so therefore, like that's going to send a message. So when you think about that and you think, oh, this is just a t-shirt for our youth retreat for the weekend. No, no, no. That's a t-shirt that other people are going to see. So design it with that in mind. Um, uh, you know, the things that you post on social media are going to be seen outside your church. You may be posting something that's mostly for your members, but you have to keep in mind it's going to be seen by other people as well. If you're behind budget and you want to really reach out to your church and say, hey guys, let's step it up. Like, let's, let's, let's get behind the kingdom work of our church and, and let's grow and be discipled more spiritually in this area of giving. Like, that's great. Just keep in mind that if you post that, everybody's going to see that. So is that the fact that you're behind budget, something you want to say to the world or something you just want to say to your church. So it's, it's important to think about those kinds of things. That might be better suited to an email to the congregation versus being posted online. Uh, and so make sure that the things that you post online also are good quality. Uh, make sure that they send the right message for all audiences uh, as well. Uh, years ago, we switched from giving out coffee mugs to first-time guests to, to, to going with travel mugs. Why? Why did we do that? Like, what, what was the reason? Well, because people don't usually leave their house with a coffee mug. You think about it. They don't fit in your cup holders in your car. Um, you know, they're short and fat, and so they don't, they don't fit in, in, the, in the cup holders in the car. But a travel mug does leave the house. So you give somebody a nice travel mug, and they're more likely to take that that they got the first Sunday that they visited with you and take that and go out in the community with it and maybe have a conversation about the church that they just visited. Uh, and so it's just an opportunity. Yeah, what we, what we mainly want to do is appreciate the guests for coming and give them something that, that, that just says thanks. Thanks for coming. But at the same time, everything is advertising. So think through. Think through everything you do and the potential that it has to start more conversations. So I hope that, that some of these principles today have been helpful to you. I hope you'll sit down and have these conversations with your team. But what is, what is your approach to advertising? What are the creative things that you found uh, to make advertising personal or to communicate to the community that you are there for them and you love them and you want to serve them? Um, I'd love to hear your feedback on what you do or what you found to be effective. I really hope you'll take the time to watch the Jeff Henderson link uh, in, the, uh, in the comments as well. Uh, and I just want to say thanks for watching. If you found this content helpful, I hope you'll like, subscribe, share, maybe even comment uh, and let other people know. Uh, and uh, that you'll send us any, any ideas that you have that you would love to hear us address on the Ignite Movements podcast. Thanks for joining us.